Our story starts in a black hole. Hi all, and welcome to Actual Play, the podcast. The uh, This is the beginning of season three, and we're going to be uh, playing Stars Without Number. Our tour guide to the stars was Mad J. Brown, and my fellow compatriots were Dominique Dickey and Tamar Grantz. And uh, this was a, a short campaign, about seven sessions. It was uh, maybe maybe nine? Nope, seven sessions. It was just an absolute delight to play. Um, I'll get into the, the game itself, but I first want to talk a little bit about how it came to be. Um, this is really sort of all my favorite things uh, coming at once. Um, I reached out originally to Jay to see if he was interested in playing a game because I love playing Band of Blades with him, but also I'd listened to some of his games on Diceology podcast and I was like, I really want to play a game that Jay will run. Um, and so I sort of left it open. I pitched a few games and one of the ones that I was really excited about was Stars Without Numbers. And it just so happened to be that he was interested in doing a West Marshes style Stars Without Number game and wanted to get familiar with it. So he was up for not only playing, but running the game as well. And that was like a double win right there. Um, and then from there, we recruited Dominique and Tomer, uh, who are, you know, some just dream players to play with. Uh, I played lots of games with Tomer before, and I knew he was just going to bring a depth of character that, um, that makes the game just that much richer and that much more thoughtful. And I hadn't played with Dominique before, but I was really eager to. And they, uh, yeah, they were absolutely wonderful. Um, their character Atlas and mine had this beautiful connection. Actually, Atlas had beautiful connections with everybody. And um, yeah, so I, I could not ask for a better, a better crew. Uh, and I couldn't ask for a better premise. We sort of looked at all the things that... Um, that uh, starts that number said, well, I guess if you if you really want to stretch the game, you can do this. And we said, yeah, yeah, we want to do that. Yeah, I want to play a precog uh, pilot who uh, can can navigate the uh, the grav blades of a black hole because of uh, her training with operating a spike drive and her precognitive abilities. Yeah, and I want to have defected from a, a, a group that I knew was going to do, do something real bad. Um, and Tomer said, uh, play Xenos, play, play alien species. Yes, I want to do that. I, I, I want to be a big blob. Can I play a, a psychic blob? Absolutely. Um, and finally, Dominique, uh, they were looking at the options. And in, in, in terms of that numbers, there's, there's machines that can, they can, can kind of carry out like uh, programs, which can be sort of human-ish. And then there's uh, VR, uh, uh, VIs, virtual intelligences, which look very much like what, you know, sentience. And then there's true AIs, which are, are, are um, terrifying to most people because once they become, uh, if they don't have brakes applied to them, they can uh, obsess over a particular problem to, and, and, and try and solve that problem in sort of like disastrous ways. And so, um, and, and notably psychics are also typically kind of feared and rare in the world. So we were all playing these feared, rare, amazing characters uh, put in a situation that involved uh, all of us being right at the, like the frontier of, of a new, of a new space. And to me that, that whole premise just felt it, it had this like Star Trek, uh, uh, 
Farscape mashup vibe for me of saying like we were we're not just any old randos flying around in space. We're the we were the three and only three people that could sort of be sent on this mission because of our nature. Um, and it, it felt very special. It felt very cool. It felt like the stakes were really high. It also felt like we were taking a game that uses a you know level one to ten kind of system and saying, what happens if at level one we're already super cool? And we didn't really change any rules. We just employed some options and we sort of framed our characters um, narratively speaking, as these uh, very flawed, very uh, you know human, well, not necessarily human, very uh, very fallible characters, uh, but but ones that were at the center of this of this big story and a story we didn't fully understand for quite some time. And Jay did a really good job of dropping little breadcrumbs as we played. So, with that very long preamble uh, done, uh, enjoy this first episode of Stars Without Number, uh, episode one, part one, as we enter the black hole. Hello, and welcome to Actual Plays, uh, Stars Without Number, uh, <laughs> Agents of Fear. We are starting a brand new game right now, uh, and I am so excited to play it. I've got to turn off chat in my background so I don't hear myself <laughs> with a delay. Uh, I'm Sean Nittner. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on the internet uh, at Sean Nittner everywhere. And uh, I'm going to be playing Hope, who is, uh, I know I know everyone's going to be surprised about me playing a pilot in a space game, but uh, she is a, she's a pilot, uh, a, a pre-cog pilot who does black hole mining uh, and has defected from her um, from her uh, from her faction for reasons that we will uh, will get into in play, I'm sure. I am very excited to play with all these rad people. I'm excited to play Stars That Number for the first time. Uh, our characters are so cool. Ah, so many good things. Uh, how about you, Dominique? Uh, hi, I'm Dominique. I use they/them pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Dom S Dickey and at DominiqueDickey.com. Um, I'm playing Atlas, an AI housing human body, and he has been asleep for several hundred years, which we'll get more into in play, I'm sure. Um, and I'm excited to um, really just to get to play as like a super beefed up AI um, and to play with all these lovely people. Uh, and I'm going to kick it over to Tomes. Thank you. Hi, my name is uh, Tomer Grants, or Tomes. Uh, I use he, him. And I will be playing uh, Dartha. She is a, a lithomorph, which is a, a type of alien creature. Uh, they refer to themselves as gloobs, and she is a blob. So uh, <clears throat> it'll come as no surprise to other people who've played with me before that I will be playing a blob in a space game because that's my jam. That um, was your condition, right? Can I be a space blob? Yes. Okay, yes. I'm in. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, like some, maybe some other of these characters, uh, she happens to have uh, some psychic abilities. And I think that's gonna be interesting to explore. Um, but uh, that's that's all I wanted, just to play a blob. I'm happy to be here. Mad Jay. I'm Mad Jay, I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on Mad Jay Zero on Twitter, at Mad Jay Zero on Twitter. <laughs> 
Um, I'm uh, I'm your tour guide to the Stars Without Number. Um, I've played the first edition of Stars Without Number. Um, I'm curious to see how the what the changes are on the table for the revised version. Uh, and then, I mean, uh, we've got AI precogs. Uh, Aliens, I've never played with that match before, so I'm excited to run that and see where that goes. Everybody ready? Yeah, let's do this thing. All right, so um, our story starts um, in a black hole. Um, the... Yes, that's the best. <laughs> We're already winning. It starts in the black hole. Uh, the people of... Amar, the Amar system, they call it the well. They send uh, pilots over and crews over to mine from that black hole from the well. And they mine power, they mine elements out of there. But today, uh, fear, that's the foundation for exploration and research. They have sent a team over to recon a hidden pre-tech vault in the well. That's you guys. The good news is you have piloted into the well uh, through the meta-dimensional material that is the black hole and the well, and you found the, the orbital, the pretech vault. Uh, you've docked outside. Uh, you've got a uh, sealed hatch into the station. That's the good news. The bad news is you're not the only ones in there. Uh, you've lost two crew members already running from whoever's trying to trap you in the station and keep you from getting back to your ship. So tonight's goal is surviving the vault, escaping the vault. Um, I think we see when, uh, if we're watching this at home and the first scene opens up, there's kind of a workshop uh, area, kind of rectangular in uh, size. It's got a lot of high-tech equipment around. And we see Atlas, Hope, Dartha, and uh, Timothy, uh, who came with Hope and Dartha. And Raven. Uh, they, they're both with you in this kind of workshop area. Um, you just ran out of like the main long haul fighting off drones, that's where you lost two of your crew members, and you're trying to regroup, figure out what's next. And that's when the klaxons go off. And it's loud. Um, and then we see Hope. What is yeah. she doing? Yeah, so, um, so Hope has her laser pistol uh, safely stored inside the ship, locked under a keypad because she doesn't <laughs> normally draw it. And she is regretting that at this moment. Uh, she's a woman probably in her you know, mid-30s, uh, dark skin. All of her hair is, is uh, braided and pulled back. Um, there are several um, several jack implants uh, in the like, right behind her ear for, for uh, sort of cybernetic uh, connection, which is needed for uh, doing some of the nav on the ships that she pilots. Uh, let's see if this will come through. This was my very, uh, let's see. Oh, never mind. It's, it's so right. close. It's too, too light. But yeah, that's okay. It's a good teaser. No one can really see the, really see the ship. Um, and 
I think we see Hope looking up at the, uh, and she's in, uh, you know, like it looks kind of like, a, you know, tactical, light, light tactical wear. Um, uh, there's like a, a logo on the, um, there's like a logo on the, on the side that it's clearly in some sort of like alien script or something like that. So like we, we as the audience know that that says fear, but like it's, it's, you know, it's, it's written in some, you know, non-earth language uh, that uh, on her patch. Um, you see hanging from her from her neck. You see like these dog tags that have been like scraped up and scratched and dented and like clear and like most of the information you can't see. And she like shoves them back down under her shirt, and then um, and then like looks up at the klaxon, and um, and then Jay, I'm gonna ask you a question because mm -hmm. this is something that Hope can do. I think we we sort of see like Hope run out the door. Uh, and as we're doing it, like she's kind of like has like this little like tracer element, like she's moving super fast. Uh, we see her like oh, like run, go out the door, look down that hallway, and then like run, go out, uh, uh, like turn left, and then we like see her like zip back in time, and then like run, turn right, and like zip back in time again, and then uh, and then uh, and then we're back in the same place. And Jay, I wanted to uh, uh, ask uh, which uh, way. Uh, 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 if we run out of this way, which way can we go to avoid the drones? Uh, and I'll just right off the bat commit uh, commit uh, effort to using my precognitive psychic powers to know nice. which, is the, which is the safest way out of nice. out of this out of this uh, out of this workshop to get back. Perfect. To uh, so since you committed the effort, I will also tell you what's about to happen in the room, right? Awesome. And that's the yeah. biggest danger, right? Yeah. Uh, so with those sirens going off, the room is about to vent. Someone is venting this room out in space. Uh, you know, running back, yes. Running back uh, into the hall you came from is also bad, right? Because you've committed this effort, right? They're, whoever is on the station, uh, they're sending more of those recon drones, and they also have um, some folks following up behind uh, those drones. Uh, they mean to capture or uh, eliminate you folks. Yeah. Uh, and they're coming that way. So the only other way out is uh, there's another airlock door uh, on the north side of the room, right? Uh, you got to get that open and get through there. And you have to do it fast because this room's about to get vented. Nice. Awesome. Um... I can think of like Hope's next action, but is this, do you want to pivot camera off or? Yeah. You... Yes. Oh, I think she's running uh, over there and like plugging Jacks in to like try to get the door open, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's Atlas doing? Um, Atlas, um, he um, is like a tall, very well-muscled man with dark skin uh, and like really big curly hair that looks by all means human um but is tougher than your usual person and also has an ai core instead of a brain um and he has his laser pistol drawn and is trying to determine if this is a situation that he can shoot his way out of because even though he is very tough and like able in combat this is way beyond his training or anything that he was expecting to see um and he's also sort of thinking what if we let them capture us and fight 
our way out on the back end and is actually going to say that out loud to the rest of the party. What if we let them capture us? What's the worst that could happen? Um, nice. Yeah. And I think, I think, uh, I think like in the background of this, like we don't see Hope, but we hear her because, because like we're in the, she's like in the background of the shot and, and, and she says, they're about to vent this. They're not trying to capture us. They're trying to kill us. Uh, or at least me with the knowledge that maybe venting won't be damaging to Atlas, but Hope, Hope needs to breathe. <laughs> Atlas is um, a bit sad at the prospect of what venting this room will do to his new friends, um, Dartha and Hope, but is a little bit relieved that he'll probably be okay. Nice. I like it. Uh, and then we cut to Dartha. We see Dartha. What is, what is she doing? Um, so I think we, we see this as almost like a few seconds ago where we just had gotten into the room. It's that moment right. and the, the door, like the kind of door or whatever closed behind us. Right. And, right. Uh, the path that we had just come from where the drones were. And right. we see that Dartha who, this is the first time maybe we're noticing her. She is a gray looking blob creature with a couple of arms and legs that are like pseudopods, right? Like with weird leathery, tough looking skin. Um, and, you know, we can see like uh, little eyes that are less eyeballs and more like nerve bundles and weird things, right? But we immediately get the sense that there's something very um, relatable about the the face. Like it's not we're not looking at, it's like when you look at a kitten, you're like, oh, how cute, right? There's something mm -hmm. about the look where I think for us as humans, we're like, oh, this this looks like an empathetic creature, right? Um, and in fact, we're, we're noticing that as she's looking down as the door is closing and their two compatriots have fallen, right? And there's like, you, we can even see one of her arms is kind of stretched out like, you know, in the, that kind of sad, you know, no, and the door closes. She hasn't reached for her pistol or anything, and we can see there is like a couple of these like weird belts strapped around her body, and the pistol is just kind of like magnetically or whatever attached to it. Um, but it's at that moment that we notice just behind her, there's Hope, and Hope's like she turns, like there's this weird look on her face, uh, on um, Dartha's face, as she kind of like turns and she sees Hope blur in a weird way and right then hopes like no we're going that way and like goes over to the door and starts so we kind of know from seeing hope earlier what was happening we don't see that from dartha's perspective but she's definitely like something just happened here and i don't know what it is but something happened um and uh in that response of you know hey most of us will survive or i won't survive or whatever hope was saying Dartha was like, yeah, we, we need to, we need to worry about all of our friends here, but you can definitely tell like I'm on, I'm on your side, like, like on Atlas's side, like I, I'll be okay if we get vented yeah, at least for right, right, a minute right. or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hope is very unsure about whether she falls into the majority or the minority of people who will, uh, be in, in peril if if this vents but we still have raven and timothy uh right they're, they're still with us or they, yes they're still with you yes in so, fact i think timothy well go ahead go ahead you go no no i just i just think so she's like okay 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 at, at, 
at least most of us really, really, really need to not be vented. Okay, I, I, I feel like <laughs> no one's gonna say, just let the pilot hold her breath. Okay, good. Uh, It'll be fine. Yeah. I think there is one last thing that Dartha does, which is just, you know, turns to the other two crew, right? Raven and Timothy, and is like, you know, we, we've got to hold the door while Hope gets us out of here. And and we see Dartha kind of like get into a more crouched kind of position. She's not very tall anyways, but, uh, and finally pulls her, you know, laser pistol. And uh, she, you can tell she doesn't even turn to them. She's like expecting them to follow her orders almost. Right. Um, and we're just kind of covering the door in case they bust through before we're out. Yeah. Nice. I think there's, I think there's definitely a sense of, of rank in that as well that like like of course we defer to Dartha like naturally right, right. um Tomes I just had this idea <laughs> if Dartha swallowed or absorbed a magnet I could totally see you having like magnetic attachments where you're just like you're just like pulling things off of you because you have magnets on the inside that they're like you know locking up to and you could probably see for this that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Nice. By the way, this whole time, Dartha's voice is—it's—it—it it sounds like a human, older woman, like very composed. Obviously, this is like a big production, so it's somebody famous who's. Doing, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure who, because, but <laughs> you know, like there is uh it, it sounds very human. The voice. Nice. I think uh, Timothy and Raven. I think uh, Raven is deferring to Dartha. Uh, but she steps maybe two or three steps from the door. She's got a, uh, she's probably 5'10", um, 5'11". She's got the rifle, which is probably the heaviest weapon in this crew right now. Um, but she's never taken her eyes off of Atlas, right? Uh, she hears Dartha about the door and she's like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm right here with you. I'll help you with this door. But she never takes her eyes off of Atlas and her rifle is at the ready. Timothy uh, is kind of squirrely. He's a skinny kind of young guy. Um, I'm sorry, let me back up a little bit. I'm gonna go back to Raven. She has her back suit still on and she has her helmet still on. She's never taken those off since you guys entered the ship. Mm -hmm. uh, Timothy has a back suit on, but he's got his helmet kind of clipped on uh, and he runs to catch up with Hope. And he's like, you got this, right? You gonna you're getting us out of here, right? You know the way back, right? We're good. We're gonna be okay, right? Um, I think Hope is just like, like takes a breath in, and you can just see the wariness of her of just like, you know, I could be trying to crack this door open, or I could be trying to calm you down, but I can't do both, right? Like, there's a little bit of it. She's just like, yeah, Timothy, we're gonna be okay. Do what Dartha says. Oh, all right. And all he's got is a sidearm. He has, I mean, that's it. Uh, he's a tech, uh, but I think everyone uh, had if equipment. He's a, if he's a tech, I might actually, well, no, Dartha made an order, but, uh, uh, you know, if it's clear that he has like some useful tool, I might be like, grab something off his belt, you know, and just be like, and be like, give me that, you know, uh, gotcha. I'm, I'm skilled in fix. I know how to fix yes, things. Yes. So I think, I think fix is the right skill for like prying open doors or hack hacking door consoles right now i'm imagining that the, the situation where i like there's some there's some pad on the front and i've you know pried it off with a shim and i'm getting wires and i'm trying to you know trying to uh hot wire this door open 
Perfect. By the way, wordlessly, as when when Hope, when you're like, you know, back to the door with Dartha, we see that Dartha's not facing you. Like I'm still facing the door, but there's a third arm behind on my back, and it's it's like pointing, like next to me, like Timothy here. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, and I think and he looks. I think he looks at Dartha. He looks at Hope. Uh, and he looks back at Dartha, and he kind of shuffles back over that way. Yeah, and and just as a little bit of a nod to Raven, I think um, Hope is also looking over her shoulder at Atlas, like not suspicious, but just like kind of in wonder. Like right. she looks at him, and she's just like, "Whoa, gotta you know, gotta get this done." Like <laughs> like it's a little. I mean it's a little bit like being next to someone who's famous. Like it, it, it's that look of like, I just ran into like a celebrity, like, holy shit. Okay, keep it cool, keep it cool, right? But like, we're in a life-threatening situation, so she doesn't have time to fawn, but there is definitely some like, whoa uh, effect there going on. Internally, this is like, why is everyone looking at me? <laughs> I'm sure. But only on the inside, he doesn't say anything about it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We're not trying to objectify you, Atlas. It's trying, just... to, <laughs> trying to be cool on the outside, but on the inside, he's like, I'm in a fishbowl. <laughs> I'm curious, how tall is Atlas? Let's say like six feet even. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, Hope, you're up. Yeah, yeah. We got to yeah. get this door open. Yeah, I got to get this door open. Uh, I think I'm going to make a fix roll. Yes. That sounds good to you. Yes. Um, what and is the skill? What is the attribute that goes along with uh, this? Um, I believe it's. I believe it's int. Okay. Intelligence. I think. Yeah. I think. I think. As far as I understand, the. Uh, yeah. Traits can use different stats, right? Like, like right. They, they typically do, but uh, okay. Right. Int it is. And your difficulty is eight. All right. Well, there we go. Look at that. Yeah. Start, start it off right. Yes, yes, um, you are. So, yeah. So, so I think, uh, I think what happens is uh, just to talk a little bit about that process, Hope pulls like a cord from her comm link and shoves it in her, shoves it into the data jack in her head. And she's like zipping through a comm link and, and it's like flying through like models of, it's like, it's like an instruction manual. It's like flying through models of locks. And then she sees what she's like, great, great. Great, great, and then just like pounds like the, the panel. It's it's I'm stealing it from sneakers completely. Like the way out of this is like bash it in, you know, hot wire it rather than like reprogram it. Um, nice, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she uh, hot wires thing. Uh, yeah, what do we? And is quite relieved when the actuator goes. Like she didn't know if that would work or not for sure, but. No, that's perfect. Uh, that opens up into a long hole. Maybe it's a little more than six feet wide, maybe it's about eight feet wide. Um, the door moves kind of slowly, but then it kind of picks up speed as it opens left to right. Mm -hmm. um, also, at the same time, the wall that that door is set in uh, kind of flashes a little bit. Um, it's more of an LED panel than it is a wall. Um, so the solid color disappears and you can see through it and it's a tank on both sides. And this passage looks like it's going through this tank. Uh, the fluid's kind of murky, dark, okay. uh, but it kind of behaves like water. Um, yeah, I think. 
hurry through the hallway before anything can go wrong. <laughs> like, what if we just run for it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the goal is like get through and get the door closed so that we not only cover our back, but also that we're not being subject to the venting, right? Like, has the venting started? Has it, has, have we started here? So, the so the klaxon, the sirens have stopped. Uh, yeah. I think there's a, uh, there's a verbal cue saying the room is about to vent and then the countdown starts and it starts at five. Nice. Uh, and then you can hear gears starting to roll and move. Um, and like I said, the, uh, west side is the, the panel that that wall will open up and then everything gets vented. Very cool. So and how confident are you that you can close the door behind us, Hope? Because like you uh, smashed. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a tiny bit of uh or I think we're gonna see a tiny bit of uh uh hopes like we see like Hope's hands blur with that same like quicksilver effect and she's thinking about like which wire to press. And Jay, if it's cool with you, I'm going to sort of let the fixed ride roll that I can, I can yep. close the door. Is that fair? So yep. we see her blur a little bit. And, and, and what I have done this many times is that if you're inside a garage and you press the garage door close, and then you like jump out before the door closes, but you don't trip <laughs> the little infrared sensors, so you have to like hop over, but go under. That is, that is what I imagine for Hope. It's like, she can't do it from the inside. She has to close right. it from the outside, but she's like, everybody get through and I'll come after you. And as soon as everyone's through, she'll she'll cross the wires and then jump in the door as it's as it's closing nice. that's that's my you know how how i envision uh, this going down and, and i think i think also like she'll cross the wire and then like rip them apart uh so that it's not trivial to to open this door back up again behind her. Back up again. perfect perfect i like it uh and then everybody piles into the hall yeah. nice I think the only minor thing there with Dartha is like that we, we can get the sense that that you know some of our our crewmates here right like Raven you know I think just go straight in you know and and she knows she she's got to go and like clear the hall and make sure we're, we're safe going in right so right. it's not like she's running in for the fear of her life she just runs straight down in the hall like no nonsense Timothy's a little bit that you know he's got that squirrely stuff and we see it and yes. he looks more like he's running for fear. <laughs> um, but, Absolutely. <laughs> but, but Dartha walks in that door and is there. Like, she's there, she's got her gun, and she's waiting for everybody else to come through. Like, she's not leaving people behind. She's not, you know what I mean? Right. But I Perfect. imagine Dartha is having, like, very short legs. So, like, how fast can she run? <laughs> <clears throat> so it's, she's not particularly quick. Like, I, I think she can go like when she's running at full clip it's like a human like jog okay you know what i mean um but yeah like, they're, they're kind of like these shorter stumpier legs yeah <laughs> that's awesome um yeah so i think everyone piles into the hall i think hope is the last one in because she has to close the door right yeah um we see her futz with that uh then uh raven gives the all clear sign she's at the other end um, it might be about a 40 foot stretch, right? And like I said, it's a tank on either side of the hall. Yeah. Um, does it once... feel like it's a tank all around us? Like, like it's just, that yes. we have, we're, we're penetrating a tank with right. this hallway. That's probably good. Right. Yeah. Um, you get, someone's gotta be looking at that window, right? I don't know. Who <laughs> is that so, which among us is like, is it Timothy? Is it Timothy? The one that's like, 
what's out there like, like someone's got i think be. so i think so because i think he's a, a biomed guy right yes. i think that's i said tech but i think he's into medicine and biology right so he's your medic but he's also the bio guy for this for this crew and so i think he does i think he's uh looking through the glass i think he may grab uh some some equipment from his belt uh, to help him see right and he's messing around uh he might be Maybe he has a data slab and he might be taping, taking a temperature, maybe some other readings. Uh, he runs over to the other side, right? And he seems a little bit excited. Then the lights go out. Oh, uh, no. Yes, it's completely dark, but maybe for 10 seconds or so. And then uh, like that red emergency power light comes on, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and I will tell you, because you know you're not alone here, this is probably whoever is here, uh, trying to corral you trying to uh not let you get off the station right 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 um, um yeah yeah in seconds that no sorry sean go ahead no 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 go for it i, I want to see what atlas does i feel like in the 10 seconds that it was dark atlas like goes for a flashlight because he has like a free tech toolkit that i imagine would have some kind of flashlight in it nice I like i'm ready for this even though he is not at all equipped to handle the situation, but he does have a flashlight and a gun, so. Yeah, Timothy like says, I can't see anything, but something's moving in there. Atlas offers the flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love the, like, you, like, in movies, a lot of times, flashlights you know will, like light up a scene but I, I kind of like the idea it, it, Dominique tell me if you don't you know what this like you put the flashlight it's like it's just like gonna barely light like it only will no, light it's up. totally not gonna do anything it's like a tiny flashlight <laughs> and there's probably like glare coming off the glass from the light like the flashlight is probably not helping but Atlas feels like he's helping because right. he's way out of his depth right now <laughs> yeah. and it's just trying to be useful and also trying to stay alive yeah right right yeah nice I think Hope is like uh, Timothy. We'll have to we'll have to have the marine biology lesson later. Let's get to the end of this hallway, you know, because Raven had given the all clear. So right, she said it's all clear. And There's like, another door at the other end, but it's clear to that end. Yeah, yeah. So as, as curious as Sean is about what's in this tank, and I'm sure we might find out anyway. Hope is a little more mission driven, uh, right? And, and is and is is is. Uh, is is ready to um yeah is, is ready to to, to to get to get out the other end but but i'm curious um mm -hmm. uh tomes does dartha give any kind of command so <clears throat> there's this little interaction right with timothy and and you know atlas and the flashlight and all of that and at this point we, we've noticed that dartha is a little bit slower as far as running but dartha's already at raven right like there's nice. been no distraction right and so darth is there with her at the door and you know she, she kind of looks back at um at you hope and uh so first of all uh, i'll ask you magic is like is the door something that raven can open no right uh, and she's tried right so it yeah. doesn't i think many of the doors uh the station was on kind of a low power and i think many of the doors mostly open for you or open with very little trouble this that last door was the first one hope had to jury rig to open she'll have to do the same to this door right and i think dartha you I'm, I'm turning to you hope and i'm like hey can you do that thing again and 
you know, I think to everybody else, it's like, oh, that thing, you know, open the door because that's what you did last time. <laughs> but that's, you can tell that's not exactly what I'm saying. Right, 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 right. There is, there is a, in that same moment where we see like hope sort of like from hope vision, like her trying several different wires and picking the one that worked. I think that same like blur, you know, Darth that witness that same sort of blur of effect. Right. Um, yeah. But, so but you can hear it in my tone. Like I, I, there's something there and you're like, wait, what, what, what do you know? Right. Yeah. There's a right, little bit right, of that. Right. Yeah. I, there's definitely like hope's eyebrow because of course, like our Timothy and Raven are in their back suits and prepared for a zero G thing. But like hope is obviously like, you know, in tactical wear and not in a back suit. Like she obviously should be, but she isn't because she's a protagonist of the show and like we have to ha show them looking cool. Um, <laughs> So, but the good news of that is that is that uh, we can get her facial expressions very well, and like uh, I think she's got a, an eyebrow ring um, uh, that's made of like some kind of uh, blue quartz met pseudo metal thing, you know. I don't know it just shimmers a little bit, and yeah, so she's metal. sort of. I, I, I'm 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 looking at this gorgeous backdrop we have right now, and, I, and I'm, I'm inspired by it. I think it looks like this like white and blue chrysalis kind of thing. And and uh, she sort of like raises her eyebrow when you're like, you need to do that thing, you know. And there's definitely that like, huh? But you know, that's as much as we have time for. She clears the hallway, but definitely like looking to her side is not about the whole shark bursting through the glass and eating our faces. Like that's just her paranoia, right? Um, and, and we'll, we'll go to, to, yeah, to, to open up the store. Um, I, think I will ask a question real quick. One of the things that we see that Dartha does, um, and we think it's a response because Timothy does his thing with the looking in the glass and we see Dartha do this, like breathe in and breathe out, like almost like it looks like a sigh. Right. And we kind of interpret it that way maybe, but what, she's really doing is trying to sense the environment and like, you know, her skin is basically like her nose, right? right so she's right. trying to like, just smell the environment. Is there like some sense, you know, this, this tank could be completely, you know, uh, a separate environment, but is there something that is sensory smelling about this area? Mm, right. Cause she's got that's like super, you know, emp empathy through senses kind of. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's nice. I like that. And mechanically, uh, this is the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Mechanically, it's yeah, it's your, it's your super. <laughs> um, so tell us mechanically what you're doing there, what what you have, because that's an ability you have, right? Yeah. So, and I, I think is it called a foci? Did I get that right? My, I think it's called a perk yeah. that you got in place your foci, but like eh, six right. and one half out does the other, right? Like, yes. it's, right, right. It's, it's the same thing. So normal humans would have like a foci like that they get in my case, because alien, there's like a couple of other weird things. So shape shifting a little bit or whatever. In this case, it's this innate ability to have like a super sensory smell thing. Nice. Um, in this corridor, right? And you tell me if it expands beyond the corridor, but in this corridor, um, other than the passage of time uh, accumulating whatever you might accumulate dust-wise and neglect-wise in space. It's very sanitary. It smells very clean, very um, um, septic, very um, hygienic, very clean smelling. Yeah. Um, now, Jay, you do not get to eat us with a gelatinous cube. That is not, <laughs> it's a wrong game. <laughs> it's the wrong, wrong game. game. 
you're in a 10 by 10 corridor that goes straight down. It's impeccably clean on all surfaces. And all surfaces, impeccably, yes. Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's what, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Very. I think she yeah. just says, like, you know, like the words no leaks comes out, right? But cool. we'll see. Uh, I think you can hear uh, the venting of the room you just left, right? Uh, you can hear whatever's not nailed down and bolted down. It's all just going out into space. And Timothy panics. Nice. I think that Atlas, before or while Hope zips off down the hallway, if there's there's a moment of Atlas and Timothy where Timothy is like still looking into the tank, trying to like tear himself away, and the red emergency lights have already come on, and the flashlight is totally useless, and there's like so much glare and you can't see for shit what's in the tank. But Atlas is like, do you need the flashlight or should I put it back in my bag? Like, what do we, what's the play? <laughs> what's the play? <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> and then puts the flashlight back in his bag and goes down the hallway. Nice. Yeah. So is there a challenge uh, for Hope to get, the, get this open, Jay? Uh, should, I, should, I, should I make another fixed roll or does she sort of have the sense of it given the you know, the, the previous door. So I want to say she should have a sense of it based on the previous door, mm -hmm. uh, but you're being actively opposed here. Uh, so there oh. will be a test. Yes. Okay, cool. Excellent. So someone's trying to keep the door locked. Oh, um, plus, yeah, so did I didn't you see that on screen. Like, she's like, okay, this should do it. Like, wait, right. no, I didn't do that, do that. Yeah. Uh, what was that again? And you're your precog ability, did you use that? And is that for the scene when you commit effort? Uh, let's, let us talk about the, the uh, abilities. So uh, I'm using the, I was using the Oracle ability and right. I can ask you a question about what will happen if I do a certain thing because I have, okay. um, because I have, uh, uh, because I have uh, precognition level one, I can ask you up to a day in the future, what would be the outcome of, of a particular action? Um, nice. And so uh, I think it o you only give me one answer. So it was really my, my question gotcha. was just like, how do I get out of here? And you're like through that airlock. Uh, right. The other stuff was really just flavor because I succeeded right. at the role uh, as to like how are you using it, uh, using the ability. So I think I could use it again now, but uh, let's let's roll some bones and see if we get trapped here. I'd love to see if Atlas has to tear a door open or something. Yes. Um, you know, but I am built like a tank. Yeah, right. Yes. So let, your difficulty it, is twelve. Is twelve. Yes, oh. it's twelve. You're being opposed. Hello now. Okay. What are the mechanics for assisting someone with an action? Like can Atlas help? Mm -hmm. You absolutely can, yeah. I they're not particularly merciful though. What you do is you okay. make a roll, and if you succeed, right. I get a bonus on it. Right. Uh, so and I think it's at the same difficulty. Is that right, Jay? Uh, I think it is, but I think they get to choose what they use. Mm -hmm. So, like, I could roll. You could roll program or whatever your. Well, I have um, plus zero and fix, so I could just roll fix. Um, yeah. And that's with in with in with intelligence. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna roll it. Yeah. There's no drawback to my knowledge. No. I got a seven. I failed it. Okay, no problem. Uh, I mean, I, I, I still wouldn't see that as a failure as much as, as I'm like, okay, hold this. And you're like, okay, you know, and, and I'm like, you know, uh, 
I am helping, but I do not save the day. Yeah, right. But who knows? Who knows if if, if hope will? Um, so I'm going to. Yeah, there's no like luck points or action points or spend effort or anything like that. So it's just it's just it's just roll and see what happens. Um, let's do it. Nope. Yep. Same thing. I think it's just uh, oh, they should have done it. And then when it, when it doesn't, I'm just like, right. I think I think I look up and I'm like. Darth, someone's trying to stop us from getting out of here. Right, right. This is, this and you is, know this. Yeah. What if I shoot the lock? People do that in action movies. I'm sure Alex <laughs> has seen some action movies where they're like several hundred years outdated. I feel like shooting some locking mechanism might free the door so we could manually pry it open. I don't feel like this right. is entirely unreasonable, right? Right. Right. Maybe grab Raven's assault rifle so you have something a little meatier than the than yeah. laser pistol. I'm going like... to ask Raven, who, even though she's very skeptical of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and had the rifle, like, sort of at the low ready in my general direction. Um, can I borrow that? I have an uh, idea. And, she's, and she is hostile, right? Um, it's all in her body language before any words come out of her mouth, right? Uh, I think she even takes like a defensive, an offensive step backwards, right? To kind of get set, right? To yeah. use the rifle on. Yeah, she, it's not even in her nature to hand that rifle over. Uh, yeah. Okay, Atlas is going to be like, okay, never mind. I have a can Is it okay if we play this a little bit different? Like she yeah. does that and, and that rifle is is brought up and we can see it's pointed straight at you. Right. And Dartha just kind of like steps right in the middle of the two. And, Thank you, Papa. And I, I'm just looking, I'm not even looking at, at, at Atlas. I'm just looking straight at Raven. And mm -hmm. I'm like, hand it over. Woo! That's a test. We're going to get oh, some dice. No. Yes. Yes, you got a rule for that. Yeah. Uh, so she says, Raven says, uh, uh, my job is to make sure everybody gets back to Dr. Long when this is over, right? I can't do that, right? But you can persuade her to. Yeah, that's why I'm giving you this order. So you can complete your mission. Um, what do you want me to do here? Talk? Feels like talk uh, or lead, whichever one you think is. Lead? Yeah, I'll take either one. I'll take talk or lead. I think they're both applicable. I'll go with talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, nice. I think I think this is a difficulty twelve, but I think because you have you have leadership here, uh, we will give you a plus one bonus to whatever you got. And uh, you and everyone knows that you have seniority, you have leadership, you you get to make the call. Uh, but I think she is hostile toward Atlas. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't like you were asking something. to give for her to give you the rifle. It was specifically take your most prized possession and give it to the thing you are most afraid of. You know, right? What if Dartha asked Raven to give her the rifle and then just pivoted and handed it to me, <laughs> I, I think. I know that's not how we're playing this, but what if? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I feel like the stakes are well known, though, right? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm totally cool with that. There's still stakes there, right? Yeah. Raven will give Dartha the rifle, but if you give it to Atlas, right, there's a trust thing that you won't, you'll have to work to get back, right? Yeah. And I'll come back around later on. 
right? So that's a yes. I'll have it happen all the way around. You'd have to roll any dice, but she will have lost trust on. I'm a market on the sheet. She will have lost trust in Darby. condition. Lost trust. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds, I like either of those. That sounds so much more fun. <laughs> so I'm kind of down for that one. <laughs> That's yeah. the movie I want to watch. So yes, I think uh, it's worth noting that like it it uh, hope is still at the door, right? She's right. she's even though she's failed, she, I don't think she's entirely like given up. She's trying to think of what to do next when this is happening, and when that exchange happens, she tenses. When Raven steps back, she definitely like gets her hackles up and uh, like. You kind of see her like twist, and we see a little bit of like blurred motion, and then Dartha sort of steps in the way and says, "You know, give me the gun." And she kind of calms back down when Dartha is seeming to take charge. But when you hand the gun to Atlas, she's just like, you know, she like shudders again a little bit as well, just like <laughs> we don't know what the hell any of this is. Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave it at that. I also love that that during that whole like blur thing, like hope you, maybe there's one scene where you do pick up a gun, like your a pistol or something, and shoot it at the lock, and that doesn't work well either, which is why you don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I, I dig it. Absolutely. Let's see what happens. Atlas like has the rifle and yes. is speaking to Dartha, but also like beyond Dartha to Raven, trying right. to like reassure her and says like, look, what I'm going to do is shoot the lock. It will enable us to mechanically open the door and it's going to work. Um, and then what do I roll for that? Nice. So I think, I think what I want to do here, I think we've established shooting the lock, right? We're going to disable some things, but then I think Atlas has to get in there and just manually open the doors, right? So I think it's a physical test, but we can give you a bonus for shooting it first. Right. And then, of course, uh, the, I think you can get help from at least two other people. So. Yeah. Feels like it's an exert test to, to pry right. the doors open, which right. I don't think any of us are good at. But, you know, it's it's feels like the right thing to do. And that uses strain? Yes. Okay. Should I go ahead and roll it? Yes. Uh, your difficulty will be 10. And we're going to give you a plus one for shooting the door first with the rifle. Right. Okay. Uh, let me let me try it as well just to see if I can help. We can we can kind of. I don't think I'm gonna be able to, but you know who knows. We'll see. Uh, I'm really nervous about this one because it's you know it's it does feel like it's a two person job. We each get on side of a door, right? I just um, promised Raven it would work. What if it doesn't work? Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. So this is. Nope. I'm pulling, but you're having. To Why did we roll the same again? I know. Wow. <laughs> So here's what happens. I, I think uh, you both open up on the lock, right? We see it short out. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I think uh, Atlas and Hope, you grab ends and you start exerting to open the doors. And I think they open from two sides like that, right? Right, right, right. And We're I pulling think, them apart, yeah. Right. And I think you do. I think you get it going. I think you get it pulled apart. Um, maybe you get about three, three and a half feet gap open okay. right enough to squeeze and through. then it, yes and there's a voice from the other side that says that's far enough and then you hear uh the signature of energy weapons spooling up nice Woo! 
like that. Nice. Yeah. Can we? Uh, I want to color the opening a tiny bit as well. Uh, sure, don't sure. Make you t tell me if I'm, I'm if I'm if I'm overstepping with Atlas, but uh, when they're doing it, like Hope is trying to get a grip, and she pulls out like that same shim she used to uh, to, to to get the compact to get the panel off, and she sort of like sticks it in and like pries it a little bit for her to get the grip. And I think when we right. see when Atlas do it, we just see a little bit of the metal just kind of crumple a tiny bit, like you know, like as as his fingers dig into it. If that's cool. If that's, that is awesome. Yes. Okay, I just you know just just we both failed, but like. There's a scale issue here, right? Like there's yes. there's, there's there's differences. Um, I also want to say that I gave Raven the, the gun back. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. What do we what do we see through this through this gap, right? Uh, so there are three human figures uh, on the other side of the gap. That side of the room is also red lit with this emergency lighting, right? Right, right. Uh, these folks are dressed in a patchwork of uh, vac suit and armor, right? Um, all of them have some different pieces and parts on. Um, the voice comes from an older looking guy. Uh, he's bald, but his beard is all short, patchy, and gray, right? Um, they look like a ragtag set of folks. Mm -hmm. And we heard, uh, they've we got heard their... the energy weapon like spin up, right? Yeah, they yeah. all four of them have like energy pistols and they're pointing them right at you yeah. through the gap. Right. Um, I feel like we would naturally just sort of be like, as soon as we hear that, I mean, Hope's inclination would be to immediately like put her back to the wall so that they can't get a shot, right? Like, you know, like up, right. up against the door, part of the door that's still closed. And, um, kind of like yells over the side, like, you don't sound like you're from, Ir is it Irdos or Iardos? How, how do you think it's pronounced? You, how do you uh, think it's pronounced, Jay? Yeah, Irdos is easy. Irdos, yeah. You don't sound like you're, you're from Irdos. Um, we just, just go back down the hall, the way you came from, right? Uh, we'll close this in and we can just call it a day. Back down the hall is a uh, is is an open airlock into the void of space. Sorry, that's that's not an option. Also, that door is broken. <laughs> uh, you can hear some whispering uh, from their end, and he goes, "That's unfortunate." Um, I, what what are you even doing out here? I think. Um... Dartha speaks up and Dartha is actually, you know, around the door as well. So what they hear is this, again, like this woman's voice, like you're not, right. like the, there is no perception necessarily yet of this alien, right? Yeah, right, but right. The, uh, you know, she's just like, you know, we, we have a lot of resources at our disposal. I'm sure we can make this profitable to everybody involved. Uh, there's some more chatter, right? And then uh, there's a woman's voice, and she says, uh, do you have water, clean water, uh, medical supplies? We have many things. And does uh, does Timothy have, like, medical supplies? He's, uh, like, the biotech dude. Yeah, I think he's got, like, uh, like if you guys are the away team, he's got medical stuff to, for what we think might happen to you while you're away. I just, one of my pseudopods comes out and grabs a med kit that's off of his belt and I just throw it and it rolls through the door to them. 
And I'm like, not only do we have that, but we have the person skilled in using it. So I'm giving them the med kit. Like, I don't know if they know how to use it, but like. uh, The older guy's voice comes back and he says, uh, so what, what's the big plan? What are you, what are you doing? Getting off. I, I don't, I don't understand. What do you like the station? The station. And while you're yeah, talking, sh- Hope is kind of looking to Atlas to be like, how ready is Atlas to like go to action right now? Like, as you're talking, right. Hope, Hope does still does not have a weapon. Right, right, it's, right. It's just like, she's trying to like size up what Atlas is intent. Like, she doesn't know anything about what Atlas might do. Maybe you run out there and pulverize them. She has no clue. <laughs> I don't want to interrupt it. I just like, like, that's what's happening while you're talking. She's looking at Atlas to see like, you know, you know what's, what's going to go Atlas has his laser pistol out again. Um, right and it's kind of like back to the wall as well um and is trying to silently convey without revealing to the people outside how many of us are in this hallway Mm -hmm. Um, he doesn't really know what to do in this situation (laughs) that's awesome some shrugging some whispering and he's like i don't know i have a gun but i don't know um, because this is not, this is not what he does. Are you holding the gun like you're holding the flashlight? Like, I got this thing? Is it, is it, is this what you need? <laughs> is this I think, the I, I think I'm holding this? the gun like someone who is trained in a gun. Like, I'm holding the gun responsibly, but right. also, like, it's a dangerous thing and I'm afraid of it. Yeah, nice. Oh, gotcha. Sorry, I was pulling away. I just, I, I feel like there's like multiple conversations happening at the same time, right? You right, know? no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, Gordon says, where's your ship? Uh, we're docked outside, right? Is where right. we're right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're docked out, out we're docked on a, uh, to the orbital via, uh, you know, one of those, what's the, uh, it's a little like suction-y, uh, I was trying to think of the name of those things too, and I could not. Yeah. All I had was hatch. Yeah, it's it's uh, umbilical. We've got the umbilical. There it is. That's yes. Going to uh, that. Yeah. Are we heading back in the direction where we know our ship is, or are we heading away from danger from where our ship was? Uh, you're heading away from danger and away from your ship. Right. That's a problem. Yeah. And that was the point of the the folks that were uh, causing your problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just say we're, we're trying to get to, uh, the proper umbilical, but you know what? Sometimes we can go out a different direction than we came. That's okay too. Um, I think hope is piecing together that these are not the people that have been, have been, that are like in control of the station. You know, like obviously the people who have been trying to corral us and these folks are not in cahoots, right? Like they're trapped here, they're confused, they're lost. Uh, they're not station attendants, right? So right. she looks down at Dartha. How, how cool is Dartha with physical touch, right? Like is Oh, this... very. Okay, so she puts her hand on Dartha and she says, and she whispers to her like, we have a common enemy. They're, they're, just, they're just as much danger as we are. Maybe we could work together, give them a ride off this rock. 
And I think that gives me the impetus. And I'm like, how long does your friend have? Because they're asking for like a med kit or whatever, right? Right, right. Um, uh, clean water and uh, medical supplies. Yeah. Medical supplies. Um, the woman says back, um, you misunderstand. We, no one's hurt. Uh, we, but we have some folks that could use some medical attention. We have plenty of medical supplies and water, whether it's on this ship or somewhere else. But we have the resources that you need. Um, the man says, we will see you to your ship, um, whatever water and medical supplies, fresh food uh, uh, that you can spare. That would be great. Do you know that? Do you know? And I think Hope, realizing that she's giving a little bit away, but that's okay because she's already talked to them. She, so she she pipes up. She's like, "Do you know another way around this station to get back to, uh, you know, uh, um, Orbital Station Six? That's that's the docking bay or, or you know docking bay six. Right. Uh, and he says, "Yeah, I can get you there, uh, but uh, those green soldiers they they're, they're going to be waiting on you." What uh, What was the word he used to describe soldiers? Green. Green, okay. And I kind of nudge your, um, and this is to hope, like I'm nudging your arm and your hand. And like I do this motion where I'm like shaking one pseudopod to another, but I'm like trying to nudge you to put your arm through that door yeah. and shake their hand. Yeah, all right, yeah. Because I, I, I'm not about to send my alien pseudopod through there and scare the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, so. So hope, yeah, and, and hope is again uh, unarmed, and she 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 rolls around the corner. She first like preps her head, and then kind of shows her body through through the thing, so they can see her clearly. And she's like, uh -huh. "We got a deal," and she sticks her hand through, like uh -huh. our, our 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 medical and some our medical supplies, um, everything we got on the ship, uh. And assume we actually do. I'm assuming that like we're not lying and that we have some of these things, right? Right. right. Uh, uh, for your escort back, back to, back to back there, and then um, we're out of your hair. And I even add and water and food. Nice. Uh, and he does. He reaches out, but he's got, like I said, his patchwork of uh, vac suit and armor pieces. His hand is uh, gloved. Uh, yeah. And he shakes yours. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. He says, we'll get you there. Yeah. And I think Hope uh, Hope has like uh, I, just, I love just adorning characters, right? Like we just got to keep keep. Uh, so Hope has like these uh, has like a, a like two rings that are joined between her fingers uh, oh. that look you know like it looks like if she's torn a fist, like it would be like the weakest brass knuckles imaginable, right? Like it's not meant as a weapon, but like we see like these obsidian. You know, ring this obsidian band on the back of her hand as she as she shakes his hand. Um, gotcha. And uh, and yeah, and then I say, "All right, we're coming through." By the way, our leader's a lithomorph. Deal with it. And <laughs> right. Um, and 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 yeah, and then, and she she steps out first, and then. All right. Uh, and I think uh, the the crew, the four of those folks, um, I think they're kind of surprised by, I don't think they've seen a, lithium, a lithomorph before, right? Um, so I think uh, they're kind of taken, not shocked. I think they've seen aliens before, 
uh, but you're kind of something different. And so they're they're all eyes. They're looky loos right now. Yeah, and I think and definitely I'm I'm like an absolute pleasure. <laughs> you know, like I just say it and just yeah. Uh, and the man's name, I think, was Gordon. You said Gordon. Yes. Yes. And the woman's name. Uh, she, uh... Yes, she is uh, Vera. Vera. Okay. Do they look like they're from one of the factions? Like, do they no. look like? Okay. Yeah. No, they do not. They don't look like they're any of the people of Anwar, which is where you're from. Yeah. Well, I hope has lots of questions, but. Maybe she'll have a chance to ask them later. You can tell. You can tell when she looks at them. She's like, "Who the hell are you?" Yes. But, you know. Maybe we ask that on the way. But she's not going to stall things. You know. Gotcha. Uh, I think they're other than a lithomorph, right? I think they're fine. Uh, like you, Timothy, Raven. They're not surprised. Uh, I think when Atlas steps out, that's when you hear all the weapons come back out again, and they spool back up and everyone's got their weapons trained on uh, Atlas and Gordon. Talk about uh, how do they know something is different about me? Like what visual signifier do I have at this moment that, that I need to work to get rid of? That yes, that's a good question. Yes, that that's a good question. Because I look um, like to my you do. self, I think I look like a right? human man. You do, you do, absolutely. I'm not That's especially tall. I'm not especially right? or small. Right. I'm an average human person. Absolutely. That is true. So why are these folks pulling out their weapons on you? When you came out, right, they were fine with everybody else. Gordon says, uh, is that your thing? Is that thing safe? Oh my God. <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna move back into the same position I was in before, but this time with four little pseudopods coming up, <laughs> like trying to get between these weapons and and Atlas. Yeah. And I just say, absolutely safe. He is with us. Thanks, Darth. Um, yeah. And I think just like echo <laughs> the other. And I think just to echo like the earlier thing I said, you know, our leaders of Lithamworth deal with it. I just say, this is Atlas, deal with it, right? Like, <laughs> like I, I don't think that's the coolest <laughs> thing to say in the moment, but it's just like, yeah, also get over it, you know? Uh, uh, I think they, I, get over it. yeah, I think they back down, but I think they're super cautious now, right? Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to try to uphold this deal, um, but I think they're cautious. Yeah. I put my gun away entirely just to see. <laughs> like we might be about to go into combat. I might need a gun, but I'm just, right. I don't have one because people are scared of me so, and I don't want that. Nice. I think, uh, I think if we see Raven's face, uh, she kind of looks like justified, right? She's kind she's not smirking or anything, but she's right. got that. Mm-hmm. We see we see her face just a little bit through like the visor of her back of her back suit. Yes, like, like, yes. Like, it, it, it pierces a tiny bit. Yeah. Um, but he does. I think they lead you. Um, where do we go here? So uh, they lead you from what looks like a uh, salvaged hydroponics lab. Um, Timothy is. Uh, taking notes as you guys move through there. 
into another uh, science lab. Again, most of the, the tech equipment has been salvaged out of there. Uh, and then up into the infrastructure of the ships, you're climbing up. Uh, and that makes sense because you guys came in and down and he's yeah. bringing you back up, right? And, and now you're moving back toward where I, your ship is. I think it's like we're climbing up a ladder, you know? It's like we're going up rungs. That's finally when Hope is like, how did you, not a member of either faction, because to Hope's knowledge, the only way to get here is to be a precog with a specially equipped spike drive and you know uh, sensors ready for grav blade shifts at any moment. Uh, it's harrowing and terrifying, even if you have the ability. So she's like, how did you, not being with any of the factions, make it to this black hole orbital? Right. Um, if and she's you have... It, I think at Vera, who seemed to be the least, oh, the less. Nice. <laughs> that is smart, yes. Okay. Uh, I think, so do you think you and Vera are having that conversation toward the back of everyone moving? Yeah, I think she's saying front? it quietly. Mm -hmm. I think that she is, well, Dartha, do you have a preference about Hope leading or being in the back or anything like that? Yeah, it's all good. Okay. So I think Hope is, they've got guns, they're ready for a confrontation. They're leading the way, they know the way to go. So Hope has no reason to right. lead this. So I think, yeah, Hope is in the back and she's saying it quietly. She's not trying to say it so that Gordon hears, right? Nice. Uh, so Vera says that it was an accident. Um, our ships are in the hangar and we're repairing them and trying to figure out uh are we going to wait for our fleet to get here or are we going to try to risk leaving to get back to our fleet but it was an accident did did she say we're gonna whether we wait for a freak to get here a fleet oh no a fleet sorry <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was like some term yeah. for pilots that have precog that can get Yeah, into yeah, yeah. Could be. <laughs> yeah. A fleet, sorry, yes. So um I don't think I don't think I I I just want to make sure Sean understands. So she is saying that like they got pulled into the black hole accidentally and right. now and and found they, they they found this and they're trapped here and they're waiting for their fleet to come rescue them. Right. Uh, or, or, or possible to take off. Right. Um, she, she's like, how many of you are there? Um, and then she looks around because she doesn't want to be heard. And she's trying to think whether she should say or not. Yeah. Uh, but then she says, we've got three ships here. Three ships. So your, your entire hope is just trying to wrap her head around it. She's right. Like, so, right. So, so your entire squadron got pulled in. Wow. And it's, it's just like dawning on hope. Like there's more to this black hole than she knew. There's more going on. And she looks back at Vera and she's like, you can't send transmissions out of this place. They get caught in the gravitational field. But tell me the comm link of whoever your fleet is and I'll let them know you're in here. Nice. I think she does. Cool. Yeah, she gives that to you. Nice. Cool. Anyone else want to do stuff while we're on our way to back to the back to the ship? Just want to seem as non-threatening as possible. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tony. 
so afraid of me today. I mean, Sean has a theory about what's going on. Do Do you want to? Do you want me to share it, or do you want to just sort of see what happens and play? I want to see what happens. Okay, cool. I am just. I feel like Atlas is just trying to be like small, no sudden yeah. move. All the weapons and anything that might look like a weapon safely put away in his backpack. Um, middle of the pack, not getting up too close behind anyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, at a at a table meta level, you do understand why Raven is apprehensive, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Perfect. Uh, but Raven would never have called you a thing, right? Raven thinks you're man. They just can't account for, right? Why? Right, yeah. And so we'll get to that. Uh, so the the walk back to uh, where your ship is, um, or close to it, uh, it's about a 15, 20 minute hike. So you guys go up these rungs up a, up a, a, a shaft, um, and then uh, into kind of a staging area where they usually put cargo and things like that before they go out to uh, whatever ships they're going to go into. And it's at that point that Gordon points. He says, through that, those blast doors on the other side uh, is a row. Uh, your ship is probably one of those hatches there. Uh, this is as far as we go. You probably have trouble on the other side of that door. They're going to be waiting for you. They're not just going to let you leave. And uh, what's what's the expectation? And you know, like I think we've have been having a conversation, me and Gordon at least a little bit, right? And there's definitely a little bit of that trepidation on his end, maybe like you know, he's new to this, you know, alien thing. Um, right. And the, I think we can hear the one or two of the other uh, compatriots behind him. Are right. Like, I didn't think they spoke so well, and you know, like that kind of thing, right? That is right, going right. on. And, uh, but, but we're carrying on. I think I'm trying to get Gordon to be like, like, okay, you're talking to a peer, right? Like, right. like we're both kind of on the same page. And uh, I think at that point, I'm just like, how, how do we get you your supplies? Um, I think he's pretty matter of fact. And, uh, and the whole time he's talking to you, I think he's kind of looking you over, uh, not even being uh, subtle about it. Uh, I think he's curious and he, he just feels like, I don't know what you are or I've never seen you before. And it's just, as he's talking to you, he's observing you like you're some new kind of phenomenon thing, I, I'm, right? I'm sprinkling in like pieces of the conversation are, oh, here, do you want to touch one of my pseudopods? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, did you know that we breathe through our skin? Like in between, <gasps> like, <laughs> right. I'm like giving him a little bit of a tutorial right. about what's going on, right? Like it's not a problem. Right. You know. Oh, uh, but I think his bottom line is uh, whatever water you have right here, right now, whatever medical supplies you can give us right here, right now, anything supply useful like that, we'll take those. And I'm happy with that. Right. Um, and I think Timothy more. a little bit. I'm just, you know, yeah. like, I'm like he doesn't want to give away anything. And he's like, but, and it's like everything. Right. And like, I even right. have to reach back and take like some like little water you know, yeah. thing out of his back belt nice. to like hand it over. 
Uh, I imagine says having it is... several pseudopods to grab things. Like, boop, 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 boop. No, it's, give me that, give me that, give me that. Yeah, I think Gordon's happy not to have to have, to not to have to fight, right? Um, to be able to get to an understanding and then see that deal through. Uh, the water, the medical stuff is bonus, right? Uh, getting you back to the ship, you got something out of that, they got something out of that. We didn't have to fight. It's a good day. And that's where he's at. I also love oh. the fact that we were walking down this hall and at one point he's basically holding my hand. <laughs> like, I'm touch the and I think he kind of forgets halfway through the conversation and we're just like holding hands. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel a little bit like uh, I'm almost getting the vision of, yeah, you said gray and leathery. So I'm almost getting the vision of like an elephant. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, not tusk. An oh, nose, right? Trunk. Like, right. Trunk, his yeah. trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Like trunk, you know, not with a snout, but like otherwise kind of wrinkly yeah. and, and just going to conform out of anything, you know, and like, I don't know. I don't know if you're hairy or not, but like elephants are adorable, right? You've totally wanted to touch yeah. them. Yeah. That, though, right. Yeah. You know? I think um, definitely like the leg pseudopods look kind of like the stumpy elephant kind of feet, you know, with that's like, perfect. toenails or whatever. Yeah, it's totally that. But it's a little bit of that ET hands. Do you know what I mean? Like the pseudopods mm. end with these long, weird, nice. variable length, like fingers. Very cool. That is cool. Um, Gordon and his crew, uh, they kind of, whatever supplies you hand off, they uh, parse amongst themselves to carry. Um, and then they head back down the shaft. Gordon's the last to go. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, uh, good luck. Um, good luck. Right. And I assume we would have asked, like, are there Jeffrey's tubes? Are there other ways around? Like, is there a way to, you know, get in here that isn't just going right through the blast doors? And I'm, I'm guessing that that is a no, right? Or that they don't know. Yeah. They know this side. Well, that's a good question. He says, I pretty much have this side of the station mapped out. We don't go over to the other side of the station. Uh, those folks are hostile over there. Um, this is kind of a weird area here. This is kind of our border. Um, there's probably other ways, uh, but right where your hatch is, right? Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to be waiting for you. Yeah. No one's been here in, in at least, I don't know, 10, 12 cycles. I have so many questions out of character, but in character, I do nothing. Yeah. So as soon as Gordon leaves, um, Hope turns to both of you two. And she kind of like purposely doesn't look at Raven when she says this. And she says, they wanted to vent us. They've been trying to direct our course. Maybe they didn't want to kill us. Maybe they wanted to capture you. And, and, and she points at, at, at Atlas. Okay. Um... I don't want to bring any danger upon you guys. Um, I don't feel like I know you well enough to put you in a life-threatening situation. And if I did know you very well, that's even more reason not to. Um, so I think the plan is that I go in first and 
if it's me that they want, then I deal with that. And if it's not, then we figure it out. I think um, it's it's right here where Dartha, like we, we saw when she was talking to Gordon, her voice kind of went a little more um, casual and less like, you know, orders and were, you know what I mean? Like it was a little more casual and her voice goes back to very official sounding right here. And she's like, are you officially seeking asylum within the nation? Of, like she just starts like going through this like statement. <laughs> and it, you nice. know, it, it's obviously there's some like legal something or other that that she's she's going toward. And I have no idea right. if you even understand like some of the jargon that's coming out of her mouth, but you know. I imagine a lot has changed while I was asleep and dreaming. And yeah, I, I bet that organization didn't exist when you were when you went to sleep. Yeah, you're referencing nations that I've never heard of. Like I I wouldn't know to seek asylum in these nations if they were options presented to me. But um it seems like the sensible thing to do. So yes, I am seeking asylum. And I'll figure like out spinning off charter numbers and shit. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like halfway through you're like, yes. I'll yes. figure out specifics later. I am seeking asylum. Well, then that plan's off the books because you're one of us then. Okay. Raven's there. swapping out mags in her carbine. <laughs> she, she's getting ready for what's on the other side of the door. I feel bad for Raven because she has to deal with not liking me and I'm great. It's hard. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Um, so presumably they don't know we're here so i think i think i'm going to be like hold on we're at a blast door um i think they knew where we were up until a point but in right. less, but but he said this is our side so i'm assuming that whatever cameras or sensors that they have uh on this side have been disabled so my guess is that like on the other side they probably have these things but i'm not thinking they know we're standing at the store right now so this feels like an opportunity for me to ask you a question, Jay, since I've got right. more, I've got more effort to commit. <laughs> I think, um, so again, bear with me, everyone. We see Hope tap the tap the tap the blast door, um, and, uh, and 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 all of us just like run out and like beeline for our. Our, our ship to get in how does that go <laughs> nice uh and, nice. Yeah, and yeah and we, we can tell like there's the blur effect around us um, right right uh i think maybe there are uh i think in all the iterations right because this is what's happening you're running through a bunch of different iterations yeah exactly there's several like right. we run out we hide behind something and then we go we run make a beeline. line right. we like we run and um you know, I, I feel like even say like, don't shoot, you know, like, like, kind of like, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, take all these different attempts to try, try and make it, to make it. Right. Um, I think in all the attempts, uh, going through the door, um, as quickly as possible, they all start out great. Uh, they go sideways because there are two guards that are, uh, there's kind of like a, a T hallway and you're coming down the top of the T, right? And it's when they get to that junction 
when everything goes sideways, right? There's only two of them, right? Um, and they're kind of like on patrol. They don't know. You're right. They don't know you guys are here yet, right? right. Um, but those two are in communication with the rest of whatever, right? Uh, and then uh, that's in your visions, in your iterations, right? Uh, it's that interaction that goes sideways. Yeah, nice. Uh, so if you can get down the hall and up into the ship before they come around the corner, everything's fine. Everything's perfect. But but um, but in my iterations, that doesn't happen, right? Like right. When, when we're, okay. So I think um, hope kind of comes back and she flinches as though she's been shot. She like is like she's like ah, and then like reveals nothing happened, right? Like she wasn't. But in like one of her iterations, that was that right. Was, like, right. What snapped yeah, out of yeah. it, right? And she's like, <laughs> and it like stings for a second until like this reality comes back into one and it's like. I don't know any way to avoid it. There's two guards down the hall. Every combination I can think of, we run in. I, I can tell they're coming. I don't, I don't know how to avoid them. I think we have to be ready to. They're going to shoot first and ask questions later. I think we need to shoot first first. Okay, the plan is to shoot first. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. I think we need to shoot first first. <laughs> which hope nice. hates she this is not her preferred solution but this is the right. situation we're in right now so uh i'm gonna mark another effort committed um perfect and jay you tell nice. me if like this ability is peeving you right if you want me to no no i yeah no it's good i like it uh so it reminds me a little bit of godbound uh, committing the effort and doing the thing. So these are things you folks have paid for uh, yeah. during character creation. And we talked about setup at the beginning, so I knew what we were getting into. Uh, this is perfectly fine. I'm good. Cool. Excellent. Excellent. Um, all right. Yeah, so... And I mean, I think she kind of gives, like, you know, like, a little tactical, like... They're coming here this way. We're going that like that way. And and how she knows this hope doesn't particularly explain, but it maybe it sounds plausible. Like she's like she like puts her ear to the door, and she's like right. two of them are coming. You know, uh, to yeah, she had her ear to the door, and then she like and then she like you know flinches back ah, and then and then says this stuff. So uh it looks to you dartha to determine how we're going to deal with this yeah encounter. dartha like one of the pseudopods comes out and like it happens to touch kind of like exactly where you kind of got injured you know her eyebrow ring winces a tiny like goes up a tiny right? bit as she winces and dartha is like that is very intuitive you know like kind of talking <laughs> about you're listening at the door or whatever yeah um but i i turn to raven and I'm like, you lead, uh, and I'm going to need both uh, Hope and Atlas. I'm going to need you to follow right behind, uh, and then both I and Timothy are going to take the back. And, you know, like, when it all comes out, like, we can tell, like, it, it comes out almost like a, like a strategic, you know, uh, kind of manner like it's not that she's trying to be in the back because you know she's scared for herself for example it's just like she's the slowest right, right. and she knows like she's there there's even this pseudopod that comes out and kind of like if atlas is cool with it kind of like taps you on the shoulder like 
I'm going to need you to go with hope. And it's almost like an apology. Like, I know you don't want to do this, but this is kind of what we have to do. It's, it's almost a question. It's not an order. Uh, and I think in response to that, Atlas pulls his gun and is like, okay, we shoot first. first. Nice. It's very not his thing, but... He nice. is newly restored to consciousness and has discovered that he likes being alive and wants to keep doing that. And if yeah, that I want to keep living. If that means that we you know, shoot first first, then that's what we do. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think obviously I have all these different these different versions of this in my head. So obviously like, mm -hmm. I'm going to try and like, I'm behind Raven and I'm trying to give her like, the, okay, like, okay, hold here. Okay, go. Like, like, so that we can get in the best possible position for engagement, right? Like I know we can't avoid right. it, but we can time it just right. And just as we're getting there, I say under my breath, uh, had to work two double shifts in a row. And the guy on the other side is complaining to his buddy, like had to work two double shifts in a row. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is awesome. I like it uh you know maybe, maybe who knows who hears it but right like, like it's right it's, right yeah. say it right before or at the same time like right uh, i don't like, good question yeah i think it's right before i think it's okay. like i think it's like a fraction of a second before i got two double just and it's almost like she's using this to like time it like oh when he says right. that that's when he comes around the corner okay right so you know she says it and it's just to herself but obviously like anyone who's close right. enough hope and raven can you know both pick it up a little bit can yeah. hear it um, and it, yeah, it, she didn't even mean to say it out loud. It was just kind of a reflex. That is funny. I like it. So I think this is how this works. I think because, uh, great, uh, hope couldn't see it, right? This is the conflict. This is the, the, the friction. Um, we're going to do an, an evasion save, right? If you make oh, that nice. save, you're up the rung and on the ship, right? Oh, sweet. Don't make it right. And you're still down when new guys when those guards come around the corner right and then we got to decide what we're going to do at that point right nice uh if you all make it everybody makes it right if one of you three do not make it then we got some red shirts right that uh could get left behind so the three of us are all going to make evasion saves yes and okay and we'll evaluate how that goes right all right um because I don't like to roll for NPCs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that sounds that sounds. sounds oh, I failed really badly. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's it. Yep. Same here. Um, <laughs> it's 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 amazing. I love it that that Dartha made it. Uh, that's rolled so well. Yeah. My shit together. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Maybe this uh, is among us, but you made it up that ladder. But I think. That kind of covers it, though, right? Uh, if Hope and Atlas didn't make it, that means I think you guys got caught up with that guard, right? You saw him coming around. Maybe he came just a little too fast, and yeah. you stayed so Dartha could get up. Uh, Timothy got up there. And I think it's you two and Raven uh, still outside, right? right. Does yeah. that make sense? Is that fair? Does it yeah. sound yeah. good? I think that sounds great. Um, and because you have Hope as a precog, uh, you guys get to decide who's going to take the first action against these two guards. Nice. Yeah, I think it's like this kills. Oh, sorry, Tomes. I, I hate to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna blame this a little bit on you, if that's okay. <laughs> it, it kills hopes a little bit, but as as you're going up, kind of slowly, hope just like, like she just like shakes her head, like, 
if she was just a little faster, we would have just gotten out of here. And she knows it, but she doesn't say anything. It's just like, okay, here we go. Here we go. Um, oh, I love the idea that you had this vision. Like if, if I had been last, everyone else would have gotten on. Yeah. And you would have been shot to death and it would have been, yeah, right, right, right. Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah. yeah. And maybe, maybe we flash to that, right? As you're thinking that, right? That's yeah. a vision we receive, right? Yeah. Nice. I like um, it. So I'm envisioning that it's like super, super close quarters. He's going right. to come around the corner. We're right there. He's not right. expecting us. I mean, it's two guys, but it's one guy like with his, well, I don't think either one has their guns like trained, but like, no, no, no. But like one guy's about to come around the corner and, uh, and that's, that's when, uh, yeah. And that's when I, I like, well, actually let me, let me meta uh, for a second. Uh, Dominique, what's more fun to you? A fist fight here where they come around the corner and we, we punch them or, or shoot out? Like what, what just sounds cooler? I think mechanically Ooh. it's not really relevant because we're in such close quarters. Either one is totally fine. Yeah. Right. I want to I wanna punch someone. Let's go with yeah. this. Nice. Like so, nice. I'm not any good at it, but I like it. I'm so, terrible. No, I'm not good at it at all, but it's I'm, it seems like more fun. Yeah. So, so Hope, totally since we're in such close quarters, Hope is going to like, my goal is... Uh, this is almost like a setup for for Atlas. Uh, is that Hope's gonna like right as the guys come around the corner, she's gonna like grab his hand, uh, like there's like swinging forward. She like knows he's gonna swing forward, so like he turns and like I, I don't think that's really an action. I'm not actually trying to do anything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Atlas to go first. I'm trying to like just set right. you up to, like, yeah. to deliver like this this clock to this dude. Set him nice. up and I punch. Okay, do I uh, punch? Yes, but. Raven is not going to get a mechanical turn, but she's going to offer a plus two bonus. You guys can split that as you see fit. Okay. Uh, she's helping, right? And again, this is me not ro rolling an NPC versus an NPC. Got it. Uh, so she's in the fight. She's worth two points uh, positive, and you can use it on one roll, or you can split it up plus one, plus one, however you want to do that. That's okay. her helping. And would it just be a skill check to punch? Uh, it is an attack roll, and I think if you've got you, I yeah, we want to add punch to your your list. Hold on, I'll throw it on there real quick. It's a weapon. Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's plasma projector. No, um, punch. There we go. Punch. Add. Okay, it's now okay on your sheet. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Like punching isn't. Fantastic, but I but my feeling is in this moment, if you connect, you know, we're knocking people out rather than like trying right. to kill them. Right. Trying to kill them, right. Okay, I will now roll two punch. Nice. I, what does that mean? What does it tell you? Yeah. Does that mean you rolled a two? Do it again? Yeah, roll just one more time, because I don't, I mean, maybe you just rolled a two. Maybe that's. No, I came up, attack two again and damage two again. One more time. That's the okay. software engineer in me. Yeah. Okay, there oh, we go. Yeah. All right, yeah. Okay, all right. That works, all right. We see what's going on. We'll okay. take that one, because we weren't yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's 1d2 plus 1 damage, and it's 1d20. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, that connects. So these two guys uh, are... Um, they've got a green uh, raggedy robe kind of tunic on uh, and underneath that 
they've got like a back suit and, and combat armor on. Uh, they both have the same type of uh, branded back suit uh, combat armor on underneath. Uh, they don't have their helmets on, they're strapped on, they're not armed or anything, they're just walking, right? Um, when you jump out and connect with one. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's why we're punching, because they don't have helmets on. So face, right? <laughs> that's, that's right. right. That's, that's, the, that's, that's the reason. It's easier to punch someone in the face than shoot them in the face. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> Maybe Hope just doesn't like going. Um, yes. So then, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think, uh, Dominique, you get to... Uh, does, does he does he crumple? Is he is he still is he still standing? Uh, he's still standing, but uh, he uh, he stumbles right off to the side, and because he's surprised, right? Yeah, you caught him good. He's surprised. He stumbles, but he's still in the fight, right? Okay. Do you want uh, to split the bonus from Raven uh, plus one and plus one for this round? Um, I mean, I think I mean I feel a little cheatery about saying this, but like I don't think you need it at this point. So I, I don't probably think don't take it. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take the plus two, but uh, but you get to pick who goes next. Right, you get to pick um, who goes next. So you can choose them, and we can you know respond or or, uh, or. I think that because you grabbed the man that I just hit by the arm. Yeah. His momentum may have carried him in a direction where you could hit him again. So I want hope to go next. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so I think what happens is as he's staggering, I run up and I grab the collar of his, uh, I grab the collar of his back suit and uh -huh. I just try and like slam him against the wall, like smack him against the wall again, trying to, trying to knock him out. Right. Like what I'm nice. like, like, I'm trying to use his momentum and, uh, and yeah, I'm going to say that like, yeah, d d does Raven, is Raven inclined to get all fisticuffy or is she like firing cover fire right now? Uh, she might use the butt of her uh, carbine of her rifle right nice. to get in there with you right since we're trying to keep it close combat she might yeah. use the butt of her rifle to mix cool. it up i'll i'll take that uh so let's see how hope hope does um uh one, there we go well that would have been great uh <sighs> that's a nine and i don't think that hits anything yeah um, yeah i think he's just uh unwieldy yeah. from taking that first hit right yeah uh that he's off balance and he's stumbling around and it's hard to connect with him all right well let's let's see what his buddy does in response so the unaccosted at the moment once he, yes he, he's gonna uh, i think he yes he uh disengages from you right i think he's going back down the hole and He's like reaching for where his comms would be so he could call somebody. Mm. We gotta get out of here before that gets bad. Yeah, yeah. So you, your call as to who goes next, but I think it has to be. Um, yeah, it has to be uh, the stumbly beat up. Mr. Stump, yeah, stumble to Yes. Yes, I think he's. Uh, I think he's kind of stocky, right? I think he's. Uh, I'm think I just got finished watching the first two Star Trek J.J. Abrams, and I love how Kirk takes a beating. I think yeah. this guy is like that. He's all yeah. about taking a beating, right? Yeah, we picked the wrong and, guy uh, to knock out. Damn it! Right, and so uh, I think he's just shaking it off, right? And uh, he's uh, 
I think Hope uh, catches this one because you're the last one to tag him. So I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning you and Raven right there in his space. Yeah. And uh, he's just wild swinging and he swings at Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. where is that? Yeah, there it is. I think, oh, I got to come out ahead of it. Yep. There it These is. sheets are great, but they're so great. They are. They, I like they, them. They take like some mastery. Did it not come up? Did it? Did it? Okay, uh, I have it not again. seen it, but sometimes, you know, you click it and then it's like, what? Sometimes roll 20 is just doesn't get the. This is All the right. best part of streaming. Oh man, I have not been looking at chat in a while. Uh, need more loot. Thank you for uh, subbing for, for four months. Uh, very, very appreciate it. Huh, it's just not. All right, so I'm going to change one of these because this one does not want to behave for me. All right. All right, that's in there. That's in there. That's in... Oh, that's why. Okay, I see what's happening. I only get one attack with that. There we go. All right, I fixed it. Here we go. All right, bring it. What you got? Looking. Nothing still. Does it's this just, one work? I mean, I'll, I'll take that seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna close this and open it back up. Yeah. Do you want me to roll it? I can. I can see if 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 it's a. It doesn't. Yeah, sure. Who rolls it. It's the if you can see him. It's the armored human. Got it. Try it. Um, and it's the last attack, which is the punch. Yeah. I just wonder right. if mine got out of sync. Ugh, I do not like. Okay, so he, he, uh, that hits my AC, so he clocks me. Luckily, it's. Oh, wow. It's only one point. Yeah. It's only one point. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he's wild swinging, right? And yeah. catches hope, right? Um, but he's been hit pretty good, so he's kind of punch drunk a little bit. So he's yeah. stumbling around there, right? Um, and then I guess I get to choose again, don't I? Yeah, yeah. You get to pick up this next top of the round. Uh, I think his buddy gets his ah, calm. Damn it! Yes, he gets his calm up, and uh, he's uh, calling it in. He's using uh, coded language, and uh, um, and then I want to see what Atlas does. That's his, that's his turn. That's what he does. And he's okay. moving further down the hall. I'm going to say um, shoot first, first, right? And then shoot at the guy <laughs> going down the hall because this is about to cause a big problem for us. Yeah. Um, let right. me for my laser pistol. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Shoot first, first. I like it. Ah, uh, shit. It's a five to hit. Yep. Yeah, no. All right, dice aren't on our side. Oh, I see what went wrong here. It wanted an input value for the modifier. That's yeah, why yeah, it wasn't yeah. rolling. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. it popped a fellow box. That makes sense. Yep, I have a hundred of these now. <laughs> you have to cancel it all. Yep. Got it. Uh, yeah, so I assume that's shot goes wide. That's so upsetting. 
Yeah, I think it, I think uh, yeah, I think it's wide, right? And he's just moving. Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry, Atlas. Who goes next? Um. Your, uh, let's say it's hope. Yeah. Uh, if he's run away. And and, and 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 I don't know why he's just been named Sparky, but now he is Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> and Sparky, who uh, is, is 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 keeping it with it, and he's still a little staggered. Can we just run the hell out of here? Are we? Yes. Is there a, is there a barrier? Okay. I mean, obviously he's called it in already. So the whole like duking yes. it out, I don't see the point. Right. Um, You're losing time here. Yeah. Because he's got to call in, right? Right, exactly. So I think I'm just gonna shove Sparky away and then be like, right. "Let's get out of here!" and and, and bolt up the and, and, just go up this ladder. Yeah, right. And just uh, actually, I think I'm gonna. Raven isn't engaged right now. Right. Uh, no, Atlas isn't engaged. Right. Like you got your laser, but Raven and I are both beaten on this guy. Like we're up, yeah. she, She's got her rifle, and I'm and I was trying to slam him, and so I go. Um, as soon as we hear the, you know, of the calm, I'm like, gigs up, let's get out of here, Atlas, go. And my, and then my plan is like, you know, smash, smash him away and, and head up. I don't know if I can head up. coordinate that action as my action, but that, that's my intent is just to get us all out of here. But it's, yeah, it's no, that works. Atlas goes first because, right. You know, really don't want. Right, I'm running. I'm running. Right. No, you can still run. Yes. Cool. That works. Can I make like a dex plus exert roll to get out of here? Or is it, is it, is it reasonable just to have us make it? No, I think it's reasonable to have you make it. Uh, Sparky isn't going to try to chase you up into your ship, right? Okay. Um, but he is going to try to tie you up until reinforcements get here, right? Okay. And they're not that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, done. I think uh, Timothy uh, can't fly the ship. But I think he knows enough to get it prepped and ready, right? Yes. For when uh, you, Dartha, and uh, Raven are all on board. Yeah, no, I think as soon as we got on, it's like that's that's the call, right? It's like prep the right. ship, prep the ship, right? And then you know there, there was some cursing because I think you know based on me getting up there and maybe some automatic things, maybe because of the you know there was a shot or something that's like you know the the door just kind of like auto shut or something and that's why okay. yeah. you know yeah. it was like we we had to kind of like override it to to get it open for the rest of them and like there was you know it was just a mess right um but i think we we hear the ship spinning up right like it's getting right. ready to do its thing yeah. right and just uh just to give a a little tidbit we should probably break right now actually just realized um so yeah, I think I think I want to like we run into the ship and like immediately hope just like relaxes a little bit like oh, I'm in my ship and we see the like 360 view like right that like looks out and we see like the internals of the ship that are like one part Nebuchadnezzar from Matrix and one part um, Geiger like tubes that are like dripping like dripping uh, uh, some sort of uh, lubricant. That like coat them right and, and 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 all the way down to the bottom of the ship which we can't we can't see the underside of the ship but like we kind of know these like these tube 
these tentacular things just go go down underneath. <laughs> I was going to ask you to describe your ship too. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we should. And I think we, we should describe it more when when it blasts off. But this is just the nice. first glimpse. Um, is that the plan? That just punch out, take off. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to? Should we take a break and then come back and see how that goes? I think that's perfect. Okay. Excellent. All right, folks, we will be back in a few moments. Uh, hopefully uh, the agents of fear uh, can can get off this place. Uh, you know, I'm sure it'll go smooth. So see, see y'all in a little bit. Aw, Sparky. That was, uh, you tried to hold us up, but uh, caught you off guard. Caught you off guard because Hope had that cool precog ability. Oh, I have to say, um, it was really... A joy. So I think whenever you, whenever you have abilities that kind of leap outside of the here and now, when a, when a player has an ability like precognition, where I can say, if I do this, what's going to happen in the future? Or a teleportation ability, like I'm just going to go from here to there. Or any anything that kind of lets you escape the, the moment-to-moment situation you're in right now, it forces the GM and, and really all the players to to kind of reevaluate how um, how fixed and how how uh, yeah how fixed the game world is uh, because when you start talking about what's going to happen in the future, um, I think you have to entertain the idea that you know your your notes might go out the window your what what you think was going to happen might might not and present the player with you know sort of your best guess based on what you know but also leaving that open because the whole point of that is to say, well, if I do X, what's going to happen? Maybe, maybe I should choose Y instead. And I absolutely love that uh, Jay was just sort of was and continued to be throughout the series. So willing to work with me and not only to kind of make the visuals of hopes precognition be just super, super cool. Uh, I love this notion of, we see all these, these uh, momentary images of her trying things different ways. Uh, but to really give me some, um, some, some real viable choices and ideas and alternatives, and also to say, you know, like when you're stuck, you you, you can't get past these guys. This is the next next conflict. This is the next encounter. Uh, approach it any way you like, but this is what you got. Um, also, just getting to meet Dartha and Atlas. You know, I knew about the characters, but getting to play with them and the way Dartha just would put a pseudopod on someone to reassure them and the way atlas worked so hard to try and not be a threat um and uh and 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 when there was clearly people like raven um and like some of the folks we met that were very afraid of him uh yeah just so much fun playing with these people i hope you come back uh, for the rest of the season it continues to rock i'll see you soon